I'm Helen and this is Why Mums Don't Jump, busting taboos about leaks and lumps after childbirth, all the stuff that happens to your pelvic floor that no one ever talks about, incontinence, prolapse, pelvic pain, problems that affect millions of women, one in three, I'm one of them. I have a prolapse. My pelvic organs fell out of place after the birth of my second child five years ago. And if you told me then I'd be speaking about this stuff out loud, I would have told you to give your head a wobble. I've wanted to make this podcast for a really long time, partly because when it happened to me, I felt there was a real lack of good information out there and uh, definitely a real lack of support. I just felt like I was the only person in the world in this position. And now, of course, I know that I'm really, really not. So this is about trying to change things a bit, take away the shame, end the stigma, find recovery or find acceptance. Over the next few episodes, I'll be speaking to some of the amazing professionals who live and breathe pelvic floors and to other women with broken bits because hearing their experiences is one of the things that has really helped me to come to terms with mine. So with that in mind, I really wanted to share my story. I don't find it easy to talk about. It's not easy to talk about, is it? Uh, So I have enlisted some help. Hello. This is Kath. She's my best friend of nearly 30 years. You look pretty special. (laughs) I'm not usually quite this rude to her, but she is wearing her husband's grey joggers while sweeping out a newly plastered kitchen. I met Kath at school and uh, you know that friend that you can ring in the middle of the night when your boyfriend's dumped you or they'll tell you straight up if your bum looks big in this? Well, that's Kath. And she's the perfect person to give me the kick up the ass that I need to get started. Do you remember when I told you I wanted to do a podcast about about fannies? Do you remember that? I do remember that. And it was... Did you think I was crazy? No. Not at all. Why? Why? People do podcasts about stuff that's important to them, right? Yes. And this is hugely important to you? Yeah. I still don't like the word fanny, but, you know. What would you prefer? I don't know. Vulva? I would actually prefer that. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Noted. Well, bear that in mind. Yeah. Um, Why is it so important to you? Because oh, it is life-changing like it just changes everything about who you are how you live your life how you parent how you move every day every thought is about is this going to make it worse and I just think so many women are living with this stuff in complete isolation because nobody talks about it okay so we haven't even talked about what it is yet okay (laughs) (laughs) Which which is interesting though isn't it well, exactly, because it yeah. is really hard to find the words. Yeah. And I don't feel, I'm probably going a bit, like, I don't feel comfortable saying vagina, vulva, words like that out loud. But I'm going to get over that. I can okay. get past that. Um, we still haven't talked about what it is. <laughs> for me? Yeah. Okay, pelvic organ prolapse. It's such a horrible kind of phrase. But um, for me, that is um, basically where the muscles of, I'm not a doctor, where the muscles of your pelvic floor are knackered and they stop supporting the pelvic organs which kind of sit on top of them the bladder the bowel uh your uterus 
and uh, so those things kind of fall into each other and come out of position. Because um, I remember the actual point at which it happened. Yeah. So it didn't happen straight away. No. After birth. No. Um, so I had you know had bad hair after Ollie had yeah, surgery. Yeah. So I had surgery for that. And then it was 17 days later, to be exact. And um, two things had happened. I'd, I'd, I'd lifted up Eva, my toddler, and then I had strained on the loo to do a poo. Poo. Which is always fun after you've had a baby at the best of times. Always happens after you've had a baby. Yeah. And, um, and before um, you have them, actually. Yeah, all of that. And I, and I was rushing to get back to screaming baby. And then within minutes, I just felt like a lump in my vagina. So you can actually feel something. You know, like when you lose, if, if a tampon's coming out. Yeah. And you're just like, just like a bulge thing. Because, yeah. I mean, nothing felt right down there anyway, right? I couldn't sit down without a pillow because of the tear anyway. Anyway. But then this was different. And I remember going upstairs, getting a mirror, having a look. Honestly, don't think I have ever in my life looked at my own vulva before then did not even know that's what it was called <laughs> um so i could I, I could see that it did not look right but i couldn't i didn't really know what what why it looked didn't look right i couldn't yeah. come up so google images wow <laughs> can you imagine because i didn't have the words because i never no. this like prolapse what was that and that was not on my radar at all no one had ever i never knew that was a thing no no, um, I don't think actually I remember anybody mentioning it no. to me. So I kind of hit on that after a while. Yeah. And I get, oh, well, that was it really. I was still under the care of the midwife, so texted her. And in that, in that moment, you're like, I'm reading what this is. My insides are falling out. I'm this far off calling an ambulance because that's yeah. what if that feels quite bad, right? <laughs> so anyway, didn't call an ambulance. I guess that would have been really embarrassing. But... <laughs> I'm sure people call ambulances for worse that things. That is true. That is true. But um, but that, yeah, that was kind of like the start of it, really. And then and then the more you Google or the more, you, you know, the more you read about it, the more you realise it can't really be undone. And it's that kind of permanency that just really hits home. And then just everything that you read about... Well, not just everything that you read, like everything you're advised about... Not running, not jumping, not lifting, not just not, 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 not. On top of any symptoms that you might have, my symptoms aren't that bad. A lot of people get really bad incontinence, really bad pain. It just is life changing. Yeah. And in that moment, I was just like, right, well, I'm never like gonna be that mum that I imagined I was gonna be. And I just kept thinking about um. You know, we would always go on holidays to Cornwall and um, my mum and dad and me and my brothers would always be playing on the beach in the evening, just like rounders and piggybacks and throwing each other around and stuff. Oh, sorry. It's okay. And I just, and I just thought, like, that will never be me. And I, would, I just, I won't be me anymore and I won't be the mum that I want to be. And it's just stuff like that. It's just really... Do you still carry that now, that feeling? Yeah. It, I have to say, 
in the last couple of years, I'm feeling much better about it because yeah. I've started talking about it. Yeah. And I started my Instagram page and I've met other mums who have it. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, I, and I'm coming to understand that all that kind of don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, it's not as simple as that. And actually there are ways to get back to doing that stuff because it is that balance, isn't it, of like yeah. what you need to do in your life between like you know calculated risks kind of thing and that's kind of a point that I'm at now but at that moment it was like a ton of bricks yeah just game over yeah and I know that's how people feel about this yeah and for a lot of people that's it then that's how they're gonna live their life or, or just not live their life and that's why I want to make this podcast because there isn't there's no charity there's no helpline there's no support group yeah and like I said, the thing that's really helped me is is hearing stories of other women, yeah. you know, and it's not just prolapse. People have other unmentionable issues with hideous incontinence and debilitating pain. And yeah. it's just not talked about. And no, what's behind that? Like, why, why do we not talk about that? Because it's so embarrassing. I think that's it? Yeah, it's, well, I think, I think it's complicated. I think it's really embarrassing. I think you blame yourself. I certainly did. Why did I not do more pelvic floor exercises? Why did I? Why did I strain on the loo? Why did I? You, know, you needed a poo. No, but I wouldn't have if I'd known that that could happen. So part of my thing is like we should be telling people that this could happen. If you come out of major surgery having had a baby in a third degree tear, yeah. don't strain on the loo, Helen, because your insides might fall out. If someone had said that to me, I definitely would have remembered that. Nobody said that to me. That actually sounds like you're quite angry as well. I'm totally angry about it. Mm. I am, because I actually... I mean, who knows, right? It, it could have happened, whatever. But I kind of feel like it didn't need to happen. And I think for a lot of people, this stuff doesn't need to happen. And I think for a lot of people, they can improve their situations, but the, the help and support isn't available for them to know that. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, if, at the very least, you can help people come to terms with it you know, I kind of accept it and, and live a life anyway. And I think that's not available. If you think about it, the reason there's no charity is definitely because it's embarrassing, right? How can you ask people for money? No one's going to run a marathon dressed as a big fanny, raising money to fix people's uh, Do you know what? I would absolutely love it if you did that. <laughs> if you do that, I might actually do that with you. If I don't, I would. <laughs> as wrong. long as we wouldn't call it funny. <laughs> and also I can't run a marathon, but I, I would do something else. But do you know what I mean? You can't fundraise for a problem that no one understands yeah. that you can't talk about. I think, like, historically, the medical world has been male-dominated. Why are you ever going to figure out how to fix a problem that you don't know about? Yeah. I think a, lo- it's, uh, a lot of people think of it as an old lady problem, which I think is... Amazing. I did. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. Which is another reason why people don't kind of report it. Yeah. And how many people suffer from prolapse So then? I've been... Well... I've been really trying to find out, and not yeah. just about prolapse, but about other pelvic floor dysfunction. And there is very little research. The best kind of figures I could find is that one in three women over the age of 25 has pelvic floor dysfunction of some sort. So, I have to do this. Do it then! You are you doing it? You've already started doing it. I'm doing it. So that's me, one in three. And this is just the start. There's so much more we need to talk about, both physical and mental. We'll get through it together. 
In the next episode, I'll be meeting up with my women's health physio, Katie, who is lovely and funny and has helped me massively. We'll be going back to basics on a whole range of pelvic floor problems and I promise not to cry this time. You've probably realised by now that I'm not a medical professional. I'm actually a journalist. So please don't take anything you hear as medical advice. But do get involved. Subscribe, tell me what you think and spread the word. Tell a friend, spam a WhatsApp group, put an advert on a bus. Let's end the stigma together. You've been listening to Why Mums Don't Jump with me, Helen Ledwick. You can find me on Instagram at whymumsdontjump or online at whymumsdontjump.com where I'll put more information about each episode. Bye for now.